This week, Samsung is flipping and folding again. Amazon is paying customers is red and let me start over. <laughs> boy, oh boy, oh boy. This is going to be a fun episode. Okay, let's try again. This week, Samsung is flipping and folding again. Amazon is paying customers and Reddit is valued over $10 billion. Those are some of the tech. <laughs> you heard that right. $10 billion. Those are some of the tech news stories from this week, and it's Friday, August 13th. Maybe that's probably why this is going to be interesting. <laughs> yes, it is Friday the 13th. Yeah. And I'm going to add, I'm going to add that it's Friday the 13th and headed at me is a tropical storm named Fred. Oh boy. So I got right. Freddy Krueger headed my direction on Friday the 13th. None of this is good. And I saw the meme on Twitter. I saw the meme on Twitter about it. Um, 2021. I think you mean be weird. 2020 version two. Right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> My name is Kirk Corliss. <laughs> and I'm Scott Ertz. And this episode 94, hopefully, of GNC Week in Review podcast, proud partner of the Tech Podcast Network, if it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. We are streaming live on gncweekly.com slash live. So please be sure to say, say hello in chat or comment. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to the GNC WIR channel on YouTube. If you miss the video, you can always catch the replay later. If you are a new listener, please be sure to subscribe to podcasts where you can find on the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com. Be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. If you have a comment, be it on social media or email, and those links can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. Okay, so a um, couple things up the top. Uh, we got word from the podcast awards that uh, neither our podcast nor um, F5 Live, F5 Refreshing Technology did not get on a nominating slate for the podcast awards. However, um, Christopher Jordan, who is part was or part of our um, CES broadcast team, did get nominated for Suds and Beer. Now it's Dudes and Beer. Dudes and Beer, excuse me, Dudes and Beer. What? <laughs> Dudes it's and not beer. going to be the name of the show by the end of the year, but that's okay. It's currently right. called Dudes and Beer. It is. Right. It's a lot, lot of fun. I've been on it twice. Mm -hmm. um, Todd's been on it once. Uh, it's it's a fun show. We you talk, we get to talk about all kinds of things. I've talked about podcast uh, advertising, and there's a guy who was on talking about Bigfoot. So <laughs> it's, it's it's a fun show. You never quite know what the topics are going to be. Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. so if if you went in and nominated us, we appreciate it. Yes. If you happen to be chosen as one of the official voters. Please, under the news category, choose uh, dudes and beer. Uh, mm -hmm. That's that's our uh, that's our um, uh, tech podcast network representative. That's not the mm -hmm. show that's TPN, but that's okay. Uh, yep, <laughs> that's our representative in there. So mm -hmm. uh, definitely vote for him, uh, and then yes. go check out his show, uh, dudesandbeer.com, I think. Uh, if that's not it, search for dudes and beer and or curious realms. That's the name. Which, That's the new name. 
curious which is going to be so. the new name. New name. It's going to be cool. Um, yep. I've uh, the group has already changed names, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I haven't been on a podcast, and I have been I have listened to a few episodes, and they're very interesting uh, interviews and a lot of great uh, discussions about various things going on in the world, and very um, different from this show. Very way, yes. It's not even not even tech related, and but it's very unique content, yeah. good content, and he he delivers each and every each and every week. So kudos to him. One of the one of the members of the group um, got is apparently somehow involved in the reopening of the Tiger King trial. I, hmm. It is a weird group of people, and I love it. <laughs> It's whenever if when, when I do open Facebook, which is infrequent, uh, mm. and I see a weird story, I can guarantee that it was shared in that group. <laughs> oh, likewise, I likewise I um I no, the, of... the sun might explode before Tuesday. Well, that must be in the dudes and beer group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah I tend to share a few things, and he's got a. You know, a lot of the stuff that I was like really shocked about, you know, that uh, he posts and like, and I really, and I'm like, I'm you, I like you, I, I'm on it for maybe five minutes a day, if that, and the other times I look at, you know, different groups and what have you, and I put posts up on our, on our page and what have you, or, you know, plugins as well. But, but he, but, you know, he puts out some really, really, really great content. So I have to yeah. give him a lot of kudos. So, so congratulations. I'm going to put, I'm going to throw my, I'm going to throw my support in as well. So please, 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 whoever's on the podcast awards committee or the group of many listeners and podcasters, please, please, please put in your vote. Um, and hopefully, and definitely, you know, we're going to go ahead with next year. There's always next year. So we're definitely going to try it again, but we Absolutely. still thank you. We still thank you for listening and watching. We've got a lot of you know, new subscribers slowly coming in, which is great. You guys are awesome. Um, and uh, we all appreciate your support. And speaking of which, we're about nine episode 94. So six episodes away from 100. So we're going to, we're in the process of, of a new intro, um, new graphics for the website. Um, things of that nature where that's I'm still looking at a couple of things. Scott's helped me with that as well since he's our co-host, like you know, our co-host and everything. So we're definitely gonna have a lot of good um so it's gonna be awesome for episode one hundred. I'm ex- super excited about super excited about that. And lastly, um I wanted to share some really good news that um I'm in the process of getting a guest. I cannot mention the the name the name yet nor the company yet. Um I've been talks I've been trying to get this um company and this person for three years to come on to the podcast and or you know interview at ces so i got an email a few days ago not meg whitman right (laughs) no i'm going to continue to talk about that (laughs) i know you are (laughs) i know you are i know you are no it's not that i can't say it's not meg whitman um but um i am a person down seven and a half billion to go (laughs) right (laughs) it's not todd no, it's not. No, it's not Todd. Actually, no, because, right? It's not Sue. It's not Todd. It's um, hopefully maybe Chris. Might I can bring maybe maybe Chris. <laughs> he's welcome to come on um, if he's listening. Um, no, um, but yeah, I got an email from this person's executive assistant, um, and uh, she told me to she'll follow up with me um, soon. Follow up with me over the next couple months. 
Um, so I am definitely um, looking forward to it. So I am. So fingers hopefully, crossed. fingers crossed. So hopefully, between uh, before CES happens, hopefully it'd be great. It'd be on our on our last episode of the year on December fourteenth. Hopefully, if it's before then, that's fine. But I would love to pinpoint that, nail that down, be yeah. prime for for CES twenty twenty two. So, but more news will happen, and if anything develops between now and then, we will definitely keep you all posted on that. So that is it. And well, Scott, all, I would say we've also got the download. So right, uh, so Plunkett's live uh, in in partnership with uh, well. So our editorial staff, our writers, our hosts, as well as our partners, GNC Week in Review, all the TPN shows, um, Tom's Hardware, um, we will be launching a new kind of a newsletter, but not really. What we're going to do is every month we're going to call we're calling it the monthly download to go along with the upstream, which is our our regular news section. Um, the monthly download will be a single topic. That's a big topic. So let's say if we were to put one out right now, it would probably be <laughs> about the uh, Apple scanning all the devices on your iPhone, iPad, and Mac OS devices um, looking for specific content. Uh, too big of a topic for us to really cover here. Too old of a topic for me to cover on the other show. Um, at, so what we'll do is we'll, We'll put it all together in one big thing. There will be a short article. There will be quotes on my feelings and Abrams and Michelle's and Danielle's and Kirk's and Todd's. We're going to put all that together plus people outside of our circle. So direct quotes from Apple, uh, direct quotes from the privacy groups that are about to sue Apple. <laughs> uh, all of that stuff and links out to other articles that cover it in different ways, some positive, some negative. That's the whole goal. It's going to be entirely textual. It will be 100% free. Um, you cannot sign up now. I'm working on the landing page, but the landing page will be plughitslive.com slash the download. Um, and if you go there, you'll in the next couple of days, you'll be able to sign up uh, for that for that newsletter. Uh, which we're really excited about. We've got a new marketing team that we're working with. Um, somebody, actually, if you've been following along with our coverage for a long time, you might actually recognize Kagan from uh, from Collision, I think, 2018. I think it was our last year in New Orleans. Um, he was one of our guests, and uh, his company is now doing a bunch of marketing stuff for me, and I'm very excited about it. So this is our first big initiative. There will be more coming. Super excited about it. It's awesome. a great way to bring all the TPN stuff together, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. We've talked about doing stuff like this, and I figured let's get started. It doesn't have to be on the TPN brand. We are right. all friends off air. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. So we can bring TPN and some of the – it's not called Perch anymore. It's called Future. So Tom's Hardware, Tom's Guide, Laptop Mag, because if it makes sense, I'll you know we can get stuff from Cherie. So it'll be, it should be a lot of fun. I'm I'm really looking forward to it, um, and I'm also testing out um, some new technology. I'm testing out an AI powered copywriter. Ooh, yeah. So um, some of the articles on our site are going to be written 
directly by me word for word. Some of them are going to be written by AI and then heavily edited by me or mm. Michelle or somebody. And then there will be some that will be entirely AI written. I want people to give me feedback on them. Cause I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I think yet. <laughs> <laughs> I've been messing around with well, it. It's cool. It's interesting. Okay. So, yep. I'm definitely in. We're definitely in. Um, and I'll definitely put it. And yeah. And if you caught, if you, if the listeners are Geek New Central, um, the, uh, the podcast on Monday night, um, Todd went through an extensive, um, I wouldn't say rant. Well, yeah. I would, yeah, I guess I can say right. I mean, and for valid reasons. And it, yeah. and it was a, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of twists and turns. And I was going to put it in the, in our, in our episode, but it's long, it's detailed Big and topic. It, it is. And it's so much. And there's other, there's other stuff and Todd, that happened. And, and Todd handled it well. Todd covered a lot of the content. So mm. if you've heard a little bit about it, you want to kind of hear what we think. I mm -hmm. mostly agree with Todd's opinions on this oh, type of thing. So chances likewise. are I'm a hundred percent with him on this one. Um, yeah, likewise. So, so definitely uh, check that out at geeknewscentral.com. Yeah. Yeah. It was on, on Monday's episode. So if you haven't downloaded it yet or caught the replay, you can catch a replay also as well. So yeah, it's a long, and I agree with a lot of what, again, with, I agree with you, um, Todd, I, on most of what all of, pretty all of what he said, and it was a 20 minute long, uh, discussion, or uh, I wouldn't say discussion because only one person, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, monologue. <laughs> monologue. That that's what I was looking for. So yeah, it was a great thing, and I'm definitely I'm definitely all in, and I'll definitely put put my thoughts in as well. So, and we'll and when Scott gets me more information, it'll be posted up on a Twitter page, our Facebook page, and we'll post 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 uh, things up on our um, on our site as well when things get rolling. So check it out. All right. So with that in mind, um, we're going to jump in with the tech news this week. Um, first in the news is um, Samsung had its um, Samsung um, unpacked event on Wednesday. It was recorded. It was not live. And they announced four devices, which which begs the question, why? Um, <laughs> the first one they announced was the Galaxy Z Fold 3. Um, this is a disposable, includes an under-display camera when it's not in use. The Fold 3's inter internal selfie shooter will attempt to blend it with a screen. While you can still see the component, particularly if your eyes drift to that part of the display, it helps make the device feel more like a traditional tablet. That's and nice. mm -hmm. I saw the and I saw the presentation, it looked pretty cool. And speaking of tablets, you can use Samsung's S Pen Salus with the Galaxy Fold 3. The company uh, on the presentation, um, they devoted an entire segment of its event, um, detailed the time and effort invested to make the two compatible with one another. The $50 S Pen Fold Edition and S Pen Pro feature rounder tips that automatically retract if you, if you apply too much pressure to the Fold 3's internal display. Samsung also made the screen protector 80% stronger. Um, now you have these upgrades and there's more a more capable cover display and the addition of IPX, IPX rated, IPX, IPX8 rated word proofing. Uh, Samsung plans to sell it for $1,799.99 or basically running up to $1,800. Um, you can order pre-order the Galaxy Fold now before it goes on sale on August 27th. 
So we're going to dissect that, dissect that later <laughs> because there's more. Um, there's the Galaxy Z Flip 3. Um, they plan to sell their latest clamshell, fo clamshell foldable for $999 when it comes out on August 27th. That's a $200 price cut from the $1,200 Samsung started selling the Galaxy Flip 5G at the start of 2021 and puts it more in line with other high-end phones. Galaxy also um, outlined the Flip 3 with a more usable cover display that is four times larger than one founder's predecessor. That means that there's more room for notifications and widgets, and you can do things like access Android quick settings menu and Samsung Pay without opening the device. Then there's the Galaxy Watch 4 and Watch 4 Classic, where it's Wear OS is powered by Samsung. Uh, and speaking to the hardware, Samsung added a three-in-one bioactive sensor that can measure your body fat percentage, a new five a new five millimeter processor, and fifty percent more RAM. There's uh, those um, the what's more is the more expensive Watch Four Classic features the return of the company's much loved rotating bezel. The Watch 4 and Watch 4 Classic will start at $249 and $349 when they hit shore sales on August 20th, on August 27th. And lastly, um, no, that's no, I, it is not bad a price at all. And then lastly, um, there's the Galaxy Buds 2, where they announced the Galaxy Buds 2 for $150. They're smaller and lighter than the Galaxy Buds Plus. And includes active noise cancellation with the ANC feature. You have access to three adjustable ambient sound levels. Samsung also added machine learning feature that will filter out noises when you're using the Buds 2 to talk to someone over the phone. So dissecting all the products. So dissecting all the products. Um, now, while I was watching the presentation, they they said that this is the the um one of the uh, i can't remember his person's name um he said that this is going to be the this the the z fold three is going to be the standard of smartphones i find that incredibly hard to believe because because it's 1800 dollars, right but we'll start also, there right but also the I have seen in my comings and goings, pro probably your I know with your your love with the Microsoft Duo, Microsoft Service Duo. Um, um but <laughs> but can't I wait have to not, see the two in action. But my whole thing is is that and I is that I've seen you know in the comings and goings, I've never seen people in I mean in the United States, I don't, I don't know, I'm probably overseas is different, but in the US or up where I, where I am, you know, we're going, walk, going, sort of comes and goings, you know, where I don't see people with a foldable phone. I see people with iPhones. I see people with Samsung devices. They have, they didn't announce, they didn't announce the note was absent this year. And I think the note was absent, uh, absent for the last two years, I believe. I'm not mistaken. I believe they announced that the note was over. Oh, okay. It's over. Oh, okay. Um, so, I, or at least they highly suggested that it was over. Mm -hmm. so that might means, have been the last one okay so there was that's it was the okay but they had the s21 there was the uh s21 so with that being said is it really like the they're saying that it's going to be the standard but i is it really i mean they're not really doing that they're, it's not a really firm yeah. market for for portables yeah i i'll i'll tell you 
that when people see my duo or Alante's duo, because he's got one now too, um, mm-hmm. when they see them out in the wild, they get real excited about it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think for two reasons. One, because people generally haven't seen <laughs> a foldable out in the wild. Mm-hmm. Most people haven't. Just like you said, I very rarely see them out in the wild. Mm-hmm. Other than the ones that I'm responsible for people having. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I think right. also in that case, they are seeing something that they're not expecting. Cause I think right. everybody's uncomfortable with the folding screen. Mm-hmm. It's there were too many problems in the beginning. It really mm-hmm. left a sour taste in people's mouths. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think a lot of people went, I don't know if this is ready for prime time. Right. But when they see mine, that's not trying to do something special. That's just trying to be the best at what it does. They're like, Oh, well, that seems like a better idea. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a problem that I think they need to deal with. Uh, They've got a marketing concern and obviously this is going to apply to both of them, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to apply to both of the Z's. Um, that they have a marketing problem. They've got a perception issue with the technology that generally people don't want to mess with. Mm-hmm. And that's not great for sales. Right. Right. I live in this space and I'm not comfortable with the technology yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I've been having, I really couldn't, I couldn't rationalize myself as a, as a smartphone user to, to purchase a foldable because it's not really, I mean, I could do everything on one screen and they were touting that you can use the, you know, split the screen. You can, um, if you're multitasking, watching a video and doing something else where we want to purchase something, you know, you could do things, you know, on each side. I just don't really see the, the value of it where I can do everything on one phone and all the productivity apps, the productivity apps that you, that you can use, you know, I just can't, and I can't get over the price tag. Yeah, that's that's, that's eight, obviously a problem. Eighteen hundred dollars is going to be, especially when we're dealing with a technology that people are already uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. Adding a high price tag on top of it is not going to make people more likely to purchase it. Mm-hmm. That's a price of a of a of a, of a laptop or a or a low mm-hmm. end low end desktop. Yeah, you can get a decent desktop for that. Exactly. I mean, you know, and and like, and also too with the, you know, with the with the flip, you know, that's something. Again, you know, I mean, back in the day, and my wife had it. You know, we talked about it before about she had the Motorola Razor. She loved that Razor phone, and I know they they came one out. I think they came out with one. Was it? I think it was this last year, wasn't it? There was one that there, came out. There were two. Okay. Okay. I thought there were, all right, there was two. All right. Yeah. So I don't know if the second one ever hit the market to be fair. Okay. Okay. And I think so. Yeah. They, but they've I, announced two. <laughs> Let me say that. Right. I don't remember ever <laughs> seeing an actual release announcement for the second one. No. I thought okay, so you may you're probably yeah you're right because I I thought it was one, but it, but you're probably right. It, it is um it is two. I just 
I just can't see like again the 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 need for a flip phone where majority of um our people are on iPhone, you know, or Samsung or Google or Google phones. Yeah. You know, the idea, even the idea of being able to put it in a back pocket mm-hmm. and not have it sticking way up over the top mm-hmm. is attractive. Um, right. But they're not that unthick. Right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, not it, it's thick enough that it's a problem. Uh, not so thick that it wouldn't work because mm-hmm. I do. I put my duo in my back pocket sometimes. Um, so, I mean, it's not so thick that it doesn't work, but right. it's definitely thicker than would be ha- happy. There was a second one that came out. Okay. I, so I okay. You're September probably... of last year. Okay. They just called it the new razor. They didn't mm-hmm. give, they didn't put a number on it. Right. So anyway, anyway, <laughs> I had yeah, to look it I, up because that was going to bother me. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, I put my phone in my back pocket, you know, but I also have, but also the danger is, uh, <laughs> not sitting on it and, <laughs> destroying the screen <laughs> exactly um but yeah i just um i just don't see there's a i honestly don't see a need in this in this market right in the smartphone market because apple is toying with it with it um i don't know if any others um i don't think google no google isn't coming out with one not they haven't even i know yeah. that there's not even really been rumors about them thinking about one right um <laughs> Let's see who else. Sony has Xperia line. They haven't, they haven't come out with one, or even even talk of one. Right. Um, who else? Um, LG's gone. Um, not LG. Yeah, LG. Yeah, LG's yep. gone. So, yeah. I mean, that's basically really. Well, there's a few out there that I can't really put my. You know, there's, my, uh, there's what's left of HTC. Right. Okay. Right. I forgot. Yeah, HTC. Yeah. So I mean, but again, Samsung's like all in, you know, with these foldable phones. And when you look at the at their at the market share, I've been seeing reports um, that you know it's it's either it's Apple's up front, um, and then Google. Um, Samsung is like kind of like in the top three, but but as far as like their but as far as their smartphone market and their devices is concerned it's either it's usually it's either the the s20 the the uh, the uh, s21 or s the s series and the um and the notes that's it yeah i'm just yeah i yeah the 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 z's haven't made any kind of an impression Mm -hmm. uh statistically and so i mean Obviously, Samsung sees something that the rest of us don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, they have a perception issue mm-hmm. that they've got to get around. Otherwise, there's nothing they can do about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, they're never going to do anything of value if they can't if they can't deal with this perception issue. Right. 
and for that one guy to say, you know, he did say came out and said this is the this is the standard for smartphones. I was like, you you have got to be got to be what are you on and if so can i have some what do you <laughs> right <laughs> he said that i'm like i'm like are you serious are you honestly gonna sit the, you know stand in front of the camera and say that with authority you've got to be on something <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely a weird statement now mm-hmm. the statement that they might be making is we considered the note to be our our flag bearer mm-hmm. and now we're shifting that to the z mm-hmm. if that's what they're saying it's an interesting claim yeah um and remember the Let's notes the note struggled the first couple of generations too mm-hmm. right so maybe they're going, well, you know, the note the note had trouble. I mean, Todd had some things to say about the first generation of that. Ooh, um, we did. <laughs> they handed in one one at CES. Mm-hmm. He had some things to say about that first one. But um, you know, they got better. They stopped trying to do right. that rounded edge nonsense. Mm-hmm. What a dumb idea that was. <laughs> and so there were dumb ideas they had to work out in the beginning right, right? that rounded right. that that one corner that rounded over for notifications dumb because mm-hmm. your hand was always on it you were always doing things you didn't want to do um huge problem but they worked that out and then the note took off maybe they're hoping the same thing happens here but the thing they've got to work out is people not being comfortable with the technology because right. all people can remember is, uh, and gadgets broke after 900 flips. Mm-hmm. Well, they did say, well, they did also say that the spring is, I think it said 10% more stronger or the, the aluminum, um, I think it was a 10%. Sh- yeah. It was like, they, they were like really like hardcore well, on that. Well, that, that's still 990 flips. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Some people will do that by the time they get home from the store. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they they've got some things they've got to deal with, uh, perception right. wise, because I don't think that that's a problem anymore. But I've still got a sour taste, and so I know the general public must. So right, but that's going to be their problem. But does it go to the point to what we said before? You know, with the with these products or or that are coming out with these new products again, throwing something against against the wall and see if it sticks. Is that what Samsung trying to do? We're going to like try it the yeah. first time. We're going to try it the second. We're going to try it again. We're now doing it for the third time now. So was it like third time to charm. <laughs> well, in fairness, it is Microsoft's. General business model too, right? Right, touche. <laughs> oh, the Surface Duo didn't do well. I've got an idea. Double down. <laughs> Let's make a second one. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that at least this time the operating system is not going to get that its knees taken out from under it since <laughs> it's <laughs> Android. But but still, I mean, it's not great. 
I'm just kind of curious um, with your thoughts, and because you're a headphone, I mean, headphone slash earbud uh, gurus. I'm I'm curious about your thoughts about because I'm not really a big, I'm not really a heavy in 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 um, earbuds. I'm more headphones. I like um, so. I'm kind of curious what you think. What you're thinking about the uh, the new um, the Galaxy Buds two um, earbuds? I didn't like the first ones. Mm-hmm. I didn't find them comfortable. Um, but I generally don't find earbuds comfortable, um, which I know if you're watching the video, that might seem surprising. Uh, but right. in-ear in-ear monitors like I'm wearing here are very different from earbuds. Yeah. They've got their custom fit. Uh, but no, I, I gener- generally don't like earbuds. Um, I've, got, I've got a pair in here somewhere that I really like. That's that's true wireless. They're the only ones I've ever liked. They're from Edifier. Um, and I know. So, sorry, Noel. Monster hasn't produced one that I find comfortable yet either. Mm. Uh, um, but yeah, the Edifier ones are the only ones that I've been able to wear long term. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Samsung were not a close second. I can tell you that. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. Um so I don't know. I'd have to see him in action. Uh, I don't know. But again, I'm not a great judge because I generally hate earbuds. Um, there have been about three or four in my entire life that I've found that I like. And one of them was because the the head of engineering sent me a box of all kinds of different ear tips to go along with it. Like mm-hmm. these are the three that come in it. And here's two dozen more. Find the ones that you like the best. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not but, a big fan of it. But you're not going to get that, right? As a yeah. consumer, you're not going to get that. I just so happen to know the head of development for the company. Mm-hmm. But the ones that came with it, I hate it as much as I always do. So. Yeah, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of earbuds either. And I tried several. I tried Sony and a few others. And for whatever reason, and maybe it has something to do with my, my ear anatomy or my that's, ear. That's my problem. It, it, like I turn my – I put them in – I adjust them just right, even with the air tips, regardless of what size they are. For some reason, they they pop out like like a cork bottle pops its cork off. I don't get it. So <laughs> I just can't. I really don't. Um, so I'm happy with headphones. Um, you know, they're very comfortable. I have my my Sony WX VX. I can't remember the name of these. VX thousand, I think it is. Um, I'm happy with them, but earbuds for some reason um, don't really. So I'm not really, I'm not really, I can't, I have to, I'm just saying no to earbuds, but Samsung's really going all in with the, um, with these products, yeah. but I'm just questioning again, I, I'm still questioning the, the wisdom, the, the right, the, 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 of uh, the, why they're coming out once again with, with the flip phone and foldable phone. So, yeah, so we'll see what happens and about it. Okay. All right. Other news this week. Um, Staff writer Jen Thorpe from GeekNewsCenter.com is reporting that Amazon announced that they are entering their A to Z guarantee to protect customers in the unlikely event of a defective product sold through Amazon caused through Amazon causing property damage or personal injury, regardless of who sells it. Amazon stated in a post um, on their website that the company will directly pay customers claims under $1,000, which Amazon says accounts for more than 80% of cases, at no cost to sellers. Amazon also says it may step in to pay claims in higher 
accounts if the seller is unresponsive or rejects or rejects a claim that Amazon believes it believes to be valid. Uh, Jen's also noting that another interesting thing from Amazon's post is mentioning of the Amazon Insurance Accelerator. According to Amazon, quote, sellers have long been required to obtain product liability insurance. Amazon reported that it worked with an insurance broker to create Amazon Insurance Accelerator and that sellers only pay for the cost of the insurance itself. So interesting. Yeah. And I don't usually when I buy something from Amazon and they put that pop up about their about their insurance, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I don't buy it. <laughs> but it's interesting that that Amazon is providing liability insurance for the sellers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there's now a store level uh, product guarantee that even if the manufacturer or the seller let you down up to a thousand dollars, they'll take care of it. And above a thousand dollars, my guess is they're going to go knock on the seller's door and say, we need a check. <laughs> right. Or we're taking your store down. Yeah. So yeah, I've had, that's, I, that's a good idea. I mean, we've seen is. other, we've seen other retailers with a, essentially the equivalent of a no questions asked return policy. A lot and I were talking about the other day, Walmart used to radio shack used to, if you brought back a product, if you took a shoe into a radio shack, they'd give you money back for it. Mm. Uh, it was a terrible idea, mm. but this is, this is a little different. It's the same general idea that the retailer is going to take care of it. Right. Even if the, the manufacturer or the seller doesn't. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. With that. All right, next up, Verizon's BlueJeans telehealth subsidiary has announced a new integration with Apple Health that lets patients share their health data with healthcare providers during a table telehealth consultation with the company. Verizon BlueJeans has developed a new app that features this information during a virtual health visit. On a single screen, you can see a video of the person you're speaking with, along with a short note relating to your health concerns and data drawn from the Apple Health app. The app supports information and document sharing and lets the health practitioners zoom into data shared with them in order to gain deeper insight into trends. Um, Apple is saying, quote, Having meaningful conversations with a doctor about everyday activities during a visit is a key part of managing health, but it can be difficult to remember the details. Um, with user, this is when they are announcing announcing the new sharing plans. Um, with user permission, the healthcare, the health app, excuse me, can help can keep track of valuable information, helping bridge the gap of what a person experiences between clinic appointments. There is no, I'm sorry, I I know that. There's great apps for, for it, but there's no way I'm going to have <laughs> sharing data, data, and this goes back to the privacy thing as well, you know, and also, and you're adding Verizon's, uh, um, uh, Verizon's um, blue jeans, uh, blue jeans a- app to, to have that information, and God knows what they're going to do with it. Yeah. So there's too many any- middlemen in this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, and to have like, you know, any information that you share with your doctor about whatever, and they have a history. When you go to your doctor's office, they have a history in their office and it's all, and it's confidential. You know, if you want to know, they look at your past history, you know, they always ask you, you know, how's your, you know, your cholesterol, you know, um, blood levels, you know, different factors on your health. 
you know, that should be shared along, shared with you and your doctor. Not having information on an app and then having another app integrated that, then God knows where that's going to go with that. So it depends, Pretty obviously, cool. on what kind of data we're talking about. If we're talking about general heart rate, mm-hmm. which just so happens that for the first time in months, I'm wearing this stupid thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I'm doing a test, so... It just so happens that I'm wearing this on the night we're talking about it. So, you know, this keeps track of heart rate and uh, calories burned and things like that. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Maybe, you know, some people uh, in the, in the app will keep track of their weight once a week or whatever. Okay. That's eh. fair. But yeah. So basically the general nothings, right? weight and maybe diet blood pressure whatever mm-hmm. you know right general nothings right but but the i don't know doc- what additional yeah, mentioning documents makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. um that especially especially with the topic we're not talking about with apple now scanning photos and documents on your phone right <laughs> that makes me super uncomfortable Mm-hmm. Um, this seems like the world's worst time to announce something like this mm-hmm. as, as Apple is coming under fire for part of this mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems like the world's worst time to make this announcement. Right. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's why I didn't want to, because I was going to put it in, but it's long and it's, and it's, and it's lengthy and we'll be here beyond. Well, this be a two hour episode and <laughs> at least <laughs> so and that's why I wanted to, which is the, which is where the whole idea for the download comes from. Exactly. Because April right. and I would have the exact same problem. Right. Yeah. There's so many, there, there's so many different things with it. And so, yeah. And having, and when they say, you know, this quote, you know, from Apple, the, the quote from Apple and saying, um, having meaningful conversation with Dr you know, the everyday activities, but difficult to remember the details. When you go to your doctor and your doctor will ask you, okay, well, here's how your blood pressure is. Here's how your cholesterol is. You know, you have too much iron in your diet, what have you. Yeah. That's all with your doctor. One, it's with your doctor one-on-one. The doctor makes their, makes their notes or transcribes or uses their, I'm thinking of, um, uh, you know, they had back in the day when they <laughs> spoke in a tape recorder. <laughs> sure. Um, dictation. You know, dictation, right. So it's like, you know, so they have all that. So next time you go to a doctor, they'll say, okay, well, we'll follow up what happened last time, et cetera. Right. But using an app with integrating with two apps, not just one app, yeah. two. Multiple layers. Because for me, you know, the ability to hand the phone over to the doctor and say, here are my numbers. Mm. I'm fine with that. Um, in as much as I usually wear this thing 45 minutes a week. Uh, it's the world's most expensive short-term fitness band. Uh, but, you know, uh, fine. Here, Here's some numbers. You can see what my general heart rate is. You can see my sleep patterns. All of that. I'm fine with all of that. I don't want Verizon involved in it. I don't want T-Mobile involved in it. I don't want. Right. I'm right. not particularly happy that Apple's involved in it, to be perfectly right. honest. <laughs> but at least, at least yep. if you end up with, you know, one of these watches and a phone, at least you know what you're doing. 
mm-hmm. to go through something like this, I don't know who else is involved. Right. And that's a problem. Yep. Yep. So that's something that I'm definitely going to, when this newsletter comes out, remind me my thoughts on that, on this, because this may not be our first, Apple may not be our topic. (laughs) Okay. Well, it might be a little while before the first one comes out. (laughs) Okay. Fair fair enough. But at least I'll make make my record, make the uh, the record known, my strong (laughs) adamant feelings about this. I'm, I have generally not been a proponent of telehealth as a whole. Mm -hmm. Uh, The last 18 months has certainly made it more important um, and has made more people comfortable with the idea. Uh, It has ironically made me less comfortable with the idea over the last 18 months. Right. um, Because I want to be able to better look a person in the eye. Exactly. Find out if they're because we've seen too many medical professionals on all sides of the conversation in the last 18 months making right. stuff up. Um, <laughs> so. Right. I had, an, it seems like doctor. every doctor, just everybody involved in the medical world these days just makes up numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen it in press conferences. So right. I, I want to be able to look somebody in the eye to have a better idea about whether or not lying to me or just making something up. Right. And so I had a, I, I had a further away from a trust in telehealth over the last 18 months. I agree. I'm not, I'm just, I'm the way, same way, but cause I had in the doctor's appointment um, about a couple months ago and he wanted to do a telehealth. I couldn't do it. I'm on a computer seven and a half hours a day. I, it's like, I'm sitting up and this, and you're right for 18 months, I couldn't do it. I want to see the doctor in person, you know, because it's kind of hard to like, when you're talking to your doctor, you know, seeing someone via video or phone or, you know, talking to a doctor on a phone, you don't know the, the physical nuances and, you know, and motions you're feeling, you really cannot express and they're asking sure. you to turn, you know, what ha- or check your um, blood pressure or body up and down. You know, I just couldn't do it. I just, I said, I can't, gonna, I can't do that. I'm going to go a slightly different direction. Mm. I'm going to go back to your concerns with the Amazon custom fit clothing. Oh boy. And I'm going to say, I don't know what's happening with this video. I can't pay attention to it. What's happening right here. I know mm-hmm. everywhere it's going, mm-hmm. but even if, even if StreamYard is doing something weird with it in the background. Yeah. I don't care. Right. Because there's nothing private or personal happening right now. That's true. So right. if, they're, if they're pulling this and saving it forever, theoretically, mm-hmm. they only save it for 14 days. Because it would be stupid expensive for them <laughs> to store every video. Uh, as we know, the cost of storage. Um, right. So that would be really, really expensive. But even if they did, I don't care. There's nothing personal or private happening here. But if you're right. talking to a doctor, it's all personal and private. And I don't know right. who's in the middle of that. Is Amazon in the middle? Is Microsoft? Is Google? Who's in the middle? Who's facilitating the video chat? I don't mm-hmm. know. Not interested. Yeah. That's for, th- all yeah. The, for all the same reason that you didn't want to do the Amazon custom fit clothing. Right. I don't want to use a telehealth <laughs> system. <laughs> See, good. And speaking of Amazon, because we're going to dissect on that. Uh-oh. <laughs> <Good>. Accident. 
<laughs> no, that no great segue. So last week and last week's episode, we dissected the news about Amazon offering ten dollar credit for your fingerprint when using their their palm palm payment systems in their stores. Now that's not palm the crunch, phone, by the way. That's the thing on your hand. But I'm pumped. <laughs> I'd use no. a payment system that was palm based. Right. <laughs> but they're dead. Right. And rest in peace. Um, TechCrunch is reporting that Senators Amy, Klo- Amy Klobuchar, Bill Cassidy, and John Ossoff has sent a letter to new Amazon chief, uh, CEO, excuse me, Andy Jassy. So he's he's get, he's starting off really well. <laughs> Welcome to the fire, buddy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who's asking asking him to explain how the company might expand what, expand use of one's palm print system beyond stores like Amazon Go and Whole Foods. Now, if you remember on the on our last episode, uh, basically, if uh, they offer you a ten dollar a ten dollar credit if you put your thumb uh, your your basically your fingerprint when purchasing dirty products and Scott and I were discussing that, you know, the inquiring about, well, why, you know, there's not a need for that data. So, um, there, so these senators are concerned about scary. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Um, they're also worried about the biometric payment data that we talked about in last episode. It might be used for more in payments, such as for ads or tracking. So those senators are speaking our language. Right. You don't say. (laughs) Amazon might track people? They've never done that before. Oh, no, wait. That's the basis of their business. I apologize. I got right. <laughs> right. So they're also the they are the, the politicians are also concerned that Amazon One reportedly uploads palm print data to the cloud, creating a quote unique security issues. The move also uh, the centers also are saying that the move is also casting doubt on Amazon's quote respect for user privacy. So they're like they must listen to our episode last week. I hope if they did, that's it great. Sounds Thanks like it, them. doesn't it? <laughs> So if you guys, if you, senators, if you listen to us, thank you, or and and or subscribe subscribe to our podcast, thank you. Um, GNCWeekly.com/slash/connect. <laughs> right. We want to know if we had a part in this. <laughs> right. We know we didn't. We're not delusional. <laughs> right. We're not. Yeah. If that if that was the case. Then I will be. Uh, it would be extremely happy puppies. Um, in addition to asking about expansion plans, the senators wanted Jesse to, to outline the number of third-party one clients, the privacy protections for those clients, and their and their customers, and, and the size of the one user base. Uh, the senators gave Amazon until August 26th um, to provide an answer. Engadget asked uh, asked Amazon for comment. They declined to comment. Not rightfully. No kidding. Of course they, right. Of course they wouldn't say no comment. They kind of comment. Um, but pointed to a earlier blog post where it said one palm images were never stored, were never stored on device and were sent to encrypted in a quote to a quote, highly secure cloud space devoted to just one content. So two weeks or now or Less than two weeks from now, we should know what's gonna if they're going to respond. And something tells me they're going to play smoke and mirrors. And and something tells me there's gonna be another there's gonna be another there's gonna be a committee hearing about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, guarantee, I guarantee it. Yeah, Jassy's gonna be 
in front of Congress next. Mm-hmm. Once again, welcome to the fire, bud. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, I mean, again, this is all the questions that, you know, and also the title of the episode was what the hell's wrong with these people. So, <laughs> so this should be <laughs> what the hell's wrong with these people. Part two. <laughs> yeah. The ducks. Right. Uh, this time it's personal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have enough room to fit in the, in the, uh, the show title for that. <laughs> What the hell's wrong with these people? These people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can use that. All right. Somehow it's a different set of people. It's the same problem, but a whole new group mm-hmm. of people this week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, why not? We can always use that episode. We can always use that title. <laughs> All right. Other news this week, um, T-Mobile has launched a pilot offering fiber optic home internet service in New York City. This is a according to a report from Timo, then confirmed by The Verge. It's testing the service. To, it's testing the service in select Manhattan residential buildings, offering 940, 940 megabits upload and download speeds, along with a Wi-Fi 6 routers, according to the company's new fiber product page. It's using a third-party provider's uh, fiber rather than its own lines and running the program on a, quote, very limited pilot. Um, this, this is from the company is telling The Verge. Um, it added that it will offer more, offer more information, quote, when, if it rolls out more widely. The um, fiber service being marketed alongside T-Mobile's 5G, 5G wireless home internet launched in April. T-Mobile said that service will deliver average download speeds greater than 100 megabits from most new customers with a minimum 50 megabit speeds. The service is available for around $60 per month to 30 30 million Americans across 49 states, not including Alaska. Alaska. Right. (laughs) And the company recently told investors it was on track to sign 500,000 customers by end of 2021. It's not clear how widespread T-Mobile plans go with it, and there's also um, no details on pricing. So this is pretty cool, pretty good, of course. Um, it's fascinating that T-Mobile is basically creating an MVNO for internet. <laughs> right. Especially considering on the actual mobile side, they themselves are not an MVNO. They, they actually own the whole infrastructure, but mm. for... Home, like proper home internet, they're going the the virtual network operator route, which is fascinating. Mm. Don't you wonder who they're piggybacking on? If it's in Manhattan, it would have to be either uh, whoever owns the FiOS brand in that market, hmm. which could be, I think, one of three companies. I don't know. It could be Verizon. It could be Frontier. It could be somebody else. Or that they were selling be- stuff off to. Or it could be or, Spectrum. Time, time Warner, right. Yeah, because Spectrum's got uh, got fiber in New York. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I would, I'm, my leaning is is um, Verizon because Verizon has a good strong, um, Verizon has a good strong, and I think they had, um, they dropped more fiber to the, uh, fiber to the home recently within the past year yeah. because they had an agreement with um, New York City. They had to, in order for them to 
um, with the uh, with a merger to happen. They had something in agreement with uh, New York City where they had to um, make you know commit to a certain amount of households um, before they can drop it. So they have a really strong they have a really strong hold in in New York City. So I'm leaning towards Verizon with with their um, with their uh, with their fiber. Yeah, I'm it's, leaning towards it's it. the most it's the most logical. Mm-hmm. But it's it's always interesting to think about T-Mobile and Verizon teaming up in this kind of a way right. when when you know when it comes to phones they would just as likely bomb each other's headquarters. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and yet here, the likelihood sure. is that Verizon is selling bandwidth on residential to T-Mobile. Weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's like Microsoft and Amazon uh, suing each other over government contracts, but then Microsoft integrating the Amazon app store into the Microsoft store on Windows 11. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> do you like do you like each other or not? <laughs> right. Right. Consistency. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's all I'm asking for. A little consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it so it'd be pretty cool. And I uh, hopefully we get hopefully 5G is and I always say keep saying we gotta get 5G more and more to more and more places and states including including me yeah. my in here in uh, in hamilton well i so i can tell you with uh with pretty good confidence that uh that says 5g up there in my corner mm. he, sorry there was an interesting blink that's happening oh mm-hmm. that's fun i can see the it's trying to identify my face <laughs> through the, the camera cam- and into camera. the screen freaky <laughs> not gonna work <laughs> but i i've got 5g and this is a t-mobile brand mm-hmm. uh here in my weird faraday cage <laughs> of a studio which i can't even get wi-fi through my into the studio in here but and yet I can't get 5G from T-Mobile home internet in the same location. That's odd and annoying. <laughs> that too. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. Well, moving right along. Um, eBay. I have never been, I have never shopped on eBay in God knows how long. Have you been on eBay recently or? Yes. Really? Yeah, I bought a I bought a cryptocurrency miner on eBay. You did? Oh my yeah. goodness! How, if you don't mind me asking, how how much? I think I paid about four fifty for it. Wow! It, I it mined enough Dogecoin to pay itself back. So, okay, so I, well, good on you. All right, so now it's turned off because I don't know. It makes noise. No cheese. <laughs> Well, speaking of eBay, which I, I this is a really amazing. Um, they delivered mixed second quarter financial results on Wednesday. The fact Over, the fact that they're mixed and not terrible is, is honestly pretty impressive. 
Yeah, I was like, it, a, I was stunned. eBay is not the place I think about for weird stuff like I used to. Right. Same here. Um, overall, um, eBay saw a decline in consumer online spending and active buyers, but the company is seeing growth in, in its managed payments and advertising businesses. Um, the San Jose, California-based e-commerce company reported second quarter net income of $294 million, or $0.42 cents per share. Um, Non-GAAP earnings were $0.99 cents per share on revenue of $2.7 billion, up 14% of the same period last year. Wall Street was looking for earnings of $0.95 cents per share on revenue of $3 billion. In its financial... Yeah. Yeah, a little so down fine. on revenue, but a little up on up on uh, per share. Right. Um, in its financial release Wednesday, eBay said GMV was down seven percent year over year to twenty two point one billion dollars. Meanwhile, eBay said annual active buyers declined by two percent for a total of one hundred fifty nine million dollars. Annual active sellers annual active sellers grew by five percent to nineteen million globally. Additionally, wow. eBay, which is again, I'm so I was surprised when I saw this news. Yeah. Additionally, eBay says managed payments, its managed payments business processed 71% of global on, on platform volume in the second quarter. Yeah, they don't own and, PayPal anymore. Right, which that's yeah, that's a huge loss. In terms of guidance, eBay said it expects revenue between two between two dollars and forty-two cents billion. Excuse me, two dollars forty two point four two billion dollars. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Thank you. And two point four seven billion dollars. Thank you, because I'm like, oh, this has been weird. <laughs> That's okay. I got gotcha. you. And adjusted okay. profit between 86 cents to 90 cents per share for the current quarter. Analysts are looking for quarter three revenue of two point eight nine billion and EPS of 90 cents. Thank you, because I was, it was a tw tongue twister. Too many numbers, you exactly. got confused. <laughs> right. <laughs> they got away from you. It happens. Exactly. exactly. Well, I'm doing the script in the, in the rundown. It's like I'm trying to put tie everything everything together, and it's just all, it, it all runs together. Um, Jamie Inanoe, if I'm mispronouncing his first name, I apologize. Um, chief, uh, CEO at eBay says, um, quote, during the quarter, we hit several important milestones in our ongoing transformation, including the transitions of eBay's classified business, a deal that has already delivered exceptional shareholder value. And the I announcement didn't even of know the that sale. existed. I didn't either. This is why I haven't been on is eBay that, for so long. Is that not what eBay is? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and the announcement of the sale of our Korean business, we're sim simplifying our portfolio and growing our core while delivering significant shareholder value. Again, I you am on eBay. Korean business. Yes, I did. <laughs> I had to I verify. <laughs> it's what I thought you said like of our Korean business. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. from that's from the CEO himself or herself or herself, right? Jamie, See, Jamie, Jamie. Well, it could be it could be a man or woman. So. What we know is it's not Meg Whitman, right? And it's not, and it's not the person we're interviewing um, for this for this podcast. <laughs> no, but Meg Whitman used to be. Oh, right, right, right. She actually was right. the CEO of eBay. <laughs> right. Okay. Duh. <laughs> so again, I didn't realize eBay is still. 
like, yeah. And I didn't realize that that growth that sellers is going up. Yeah. Makes me want to go open the eBay app and see (laughs) what kind of weird stuff they're recommending to me, having only looked at it. Okay. They know me better than is possibly safe. (laughs) Because the first thing on the homepage, they're like, hey, might you like a TriCaster with three 4K cameras? In fact, I might. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I have been on that. I've been on there for God knows how long because I've been looking at looking. I think I last time I look looking there, I was looking at cameras too, video cameras too. Um, let me see. Let me see. Oh, remote see control cameras. Ooh. Oh, with the TriCaster board, probably a Sony Trinitron. No, they went everything pro, and then they've got this nothing TV. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not what we're doing. But no. yeah. Um it's definitely Yeah, they've got me pretty well figured out. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little frightened by this. <laughs> Cuz they're definitely the things that are on here. They're like, "Hey, how about a Surface Pro 3?" Hmm. I've been thinking about one of those for a project. Hmm. How about a, a TriCaster with cameras? Yeah. Hmm. How about a Dance Dance Revolution machine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know this? I don't like this. <laughs> this makes me pretty uncomfortable. Hmm. <laughs> How about a, a Sharp Famicom console? Yeah. (laughs) It's one of the few I don't have in my collection. (laughs) What are we doing here? Oh, boy. The the UI has changed a lot, though. Yeah. From the last time I looked. So, obviously, they're still putting work into it, which is the whole point, right? Mm -hmm. They're still keeping track of the things that would be interesting to me. And they're still right, which is impressive. Um, They are... They're working on the UI. They're they're keeping it modern and fresh. So they are they are like keeping on top of the platform. Yeah. Much more so than I would have expected at this point. You know? Right. Yeah, I just and I really I've been I guess I've been uh, again, last time I was on eBay I was checking out video cameras and I was like, God knows how long. And I've been on Amazon. And Amazon, I can imagine if I pull up my Amazon list, I can <laughs> it's gonna recommend me pretty much everything that you did, if not more. So, well, good on eBay. Yeah. Good on eBay. Awesome. All right. Other news this week. Um, Disney said on Thursday, Disney Plus grew to 116 million subscribers as of July 3rd. That's more than double a year earlier. But it also means Disney Plus added 12.4 million new members since earlier this year, while the service was releasing new episodes of popular shows like Marvel series The Falcon and The Winter Soldier and Loki. 
and streamed its last Pixar movie, Luca. Disney also noted that Hulu subscribers grew to 42.8 million and that ESPN Plus membership rose to 14.9 million. Disney estimates Disney Plus will have between 230 million and 260 million global subscribers by the time the service is five years old in late 2024. So that's a lot of growth. That's they hit that. And I know they did it already, but I mean, the fact that Disney Plus Plus grew to a hundred plus million so quickly because they their goal was to do it in 2022, um, mm. and they're already at 116. They they definitely had faster growth than they were prepared for. I think, um, and, and I mean there there's been there's been struggle with that right technologically. There's been struggle. Mm. Um, there have been when something new comes out sometimes. Uh, the service chokes. Um, so you know, when you, there, I I was I was watching a thing uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, and I think we talked about it on the show last week, where they were talking about how sometimes you can grow too fast, uh, and it can it can end up hurting. And I think that's a little bit has happened with them because Disney Plus grew faster than they were prepared to build infrastructure for. Mm-hmm. And they've been forced to build the infrastructure faster than their roadmap had planned out. But, you know, Disney has a lot of content that a lot of people want. Um, I haven't been enticed to that direction. It's one of the few mainstreams that I don't have. Same. Yeah, I don't Um, have it either. But, you know, I I can understand why people would. Um, You know, certainly the Marvel shows... Uh, have a lot of draw the fact that a couple of the the most recent movies have gone there instead of or you know in lieu of or in addition to theatrical releases as we talked about a lawsuit a couple of weeks ago with scarlett johansson right uh so you know that has helped them with their growth it's caused some problems too but you know it's it's impressive that they've gotten there so fast well, also, the, also to add into because of the global pandemic, a lot of people are, you know, are streaming from home. Yeah, and pe- and, and people have run through their their Netflix queues, their Hulu queues, their mm-hmm. Amazon Prime queues. Mm-hmm. That's not me at all. <laughs> I'm almost done with my queues. I don't have Netflix, Hulu, Paramount, Peacock. <laughs> Amazon Prime (laughs) and struggling to find new things to watch on any of them. No, not at all. (laughs) I don't think Disney Plus, well, I don't intend Disney Plus either um, because a lot of the content, you know, if my daughter was younger, then obviously, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a given, but even still have, I would have to cringe (laughs) I haven't fallen into that nostalgia hole that a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, have gone down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't find the need to watch kids programming um, in that way. I know a lot of people, even in my own circle, uh, do a lot of that. I don't find myself feeling that need to go back and watch old Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that into it when it was new. 
and the nostalgia is yeah. not all that strong. Right. I've got on DVD the two that I would care about, The Lion King and Aladdin. So I I don't need. Yeah. Ditto. Yep. Same so, here. Anyway, but I mean, yeah. obviously enough people are into it that they grew mm-hmm. way faster than their than their roadmap. So and there's some people that are still they still act like a two-year-old. Well, that's a different issue. Right. <laughs> and still watch the and still watch them and still they're still like they're like a two-year-old. But that's ah we're not talking about <laughs> nope, I'm not gonna say it. Never mind. Nope, right. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. And finally this nope. week. Nope. You can't do that. What we got a story that was in our tease and then the episode title that we've got to deal with. We gotta talk about Reddit. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I totally. Oh, you know what? I thought I skipped, we skipped it. over it. I, I wasn't going to let you miss it. All right. So, I'm sorry. I skipped it. So, okay. My fault. I'll, Go I'll take it. this one. Go for it. <laughs> Reddit, which we all know is, has called themselves the front page of the internet for a long time, even though I don't know a whole lot of people that spend a lot of time there. They say that they are now valued at $10 billion. Uh, This is uh, following um, their most recent uh, raise of $410 which is a lot of money. Uh, And the final round is expected to grow up to $700 Uh, The company continues to build and sanitize its business, removing what they consider to be racist, misogynistic, and otherwise controversial communities um, as it prepares to go public at some point in the future. Which is the company is forever old. The idea of going public now is strange to me. Uh, co-founder CEO Steve Huffman said in an interview, "We're still planning on. We don't have a firm timeline there yet. All good companies should go public when they can." I don't agree with that at all. Anyway, the company previously raised two hundred and fifty million in funding earlier this year bringing the valuation to $6 billion, but Huffman told the Times the company was approached with this recent financing financing round, your fault, by Fidelity Investments and were made an offer they couldn't refuse. So Sounds again, like no, a line from the... <laughs> I was, I was going to make uh, a Cuomo mafia joke. <laughs> Anyway, the company says it made $100 million in advertising revenue in the second quarter of 2021, which is up 192% compared to the same period last year. I will point out that all of these numbers make me feel very much the way John Worm from our show used to feel uh, when Twitter used to get these large sums of money without a business plan or any real revenue. Um and the way I continue to feel when Uber does the same thing. Uh, Reddit now has roughly 52 million daily users compared to 1.85 billion daily Facebook users and more than 100,000 active subreddits. Earlier this year, the company said it planned to double its staff by the end of 2021 to around 1,400 employees. What 1,400 employees could possibly have to do at a company like this is beyond me. Uh, 
up until the time the new funding would be used to make the site easier for first-time users and help its communities expand internationally. Now, that's a good thing because Reddit's user interface is abysmal. It it definitely still, still feels like it was built in 1996. Somehow, even 4chan feels more modern than Reddit. Congratulations. Uh, the, the infrastructure is bad. I cannot believe that anybody spends any usable oh. amount of time there. I keep being told that it would be a great way to market our shows, and I don't care. I will take the loss. Because if I can't automate Reddit away, I'm not doing it. Because I can't spend any time there and feel okay with myself as a UX person. And and here's the thing: it it's not. And I, I I'm glad you picked up on because I told it why did I I put it in our rundown for some reason. And why in the title? And it's in the title. This is this is why I get this is another this is the most unusual episode. Friday <laughs> the thirteenth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I love it. This is why I love this pot this up this love you love this. I love this podcast. <laughs> so and so many in so many and in so many different shapes and forms. I love it. Yeah. I, I there's have, no telling how something's gonna go. Right. It, it can go and go great one and go great and then right straight through to the end. And there's and other go episodes off the rails. where it goes off the rails. <laughs> exactly. At least so, there's no full moon tonight. So, right. No solar flares. Right. <laughs> and I don't see my. I don't see any cats walking by or my cat. So. <laughs> uh, close up any ladders you might have around the house. Cover right. The mirrors. Cover the mirrors. Get the get the salt out. Make sure. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now now that I've come composed myself a little bit, have you though? Did, uh, right. <laughs> so uh, the whole question is this: is like, I mean, with Reddit, and this is they've been with uh, with Robinhood. They've been they've been they've been uh, Reddit's been like people been on Reddit about Robinhood, and you know, posting their stock tips and what have you. And but prior to Robinhood. This is like a glorified message board, basically. It that you can find board. that you can it's, find it's an old anywhere. Form. There's nothing special about it. Right. Except that there are channels to said forum. It's it's a nineteen seventy-eight bulletin board system. Right. <laughs> Yahoo has them has those channels too. Well so. do they? Well, Does Yahoo okay. still have them? I don't think yeah. they do. Because I think Groups was the last version of that. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking, of groups. I'm thinking about, about Groups, you're right. And they shut that down about six months ago. Right. But but even still, though, they have, but you, again, it's a glorified message board that's worth $10 billion. Where? How is it, like, I don't get, like, I'm not, like, into stocks. Um, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not, we don't want to promote you know stocks or invest it because it's you know it's basically it's a gamble you know when you're going into going to invest in something but to have them put in that much in it i mean you can like you know you know clean up the the site and and 
that's i mean any site you know when people post things it's like you know twitter or or um or anything like that that's that's a given but you know i just don't see the the need i don't i'm never on reddit i've been on it maybe once i think but that's about it i can't deal with it yeah okay so i went to reddit just mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. <laughs> on the front page of the internet we have <laughs> uh your username is now a store what do you sell <laughs> a retweet of a tweet about who cares what uh let's see uh something about samsung a live video of a guy with way too many drums um babe ruth posing with fans at a game and the one that i was staring weirdly at while you were talking, if people are watching and I was making faces, it is because there are two men in, let's call it a church, but it's definitely a weird basement with a cross on the wall, two electric guitars, one man in a leather vest over top of a jean denim t-shirt or a denim button-down shirt with his hand in the air while a very large man who is covered in chains tries to rip them off of particle board. Okay. Uh, what? <laughs> what about any of this is supposed to be enticing? <laughs> Here's a photo of a child with a gun. Somebody with their hand around a cat's neck, although I don't think it's supposed to be as creepy as it is. Here's another tweet screenshot. Something about Amazon. Uh, I wait, wait, I got a couple. Um, oh, good, go. <laughs> John zip Barbara. off pants. There's zip off pants. I can't believe these things still exist. Continue. I had okay. to get that one out. Good God. Um, okay. John Favreau making a grilled cheese sandwich in the scene from his movie Chef is the most delicious looking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and let me see. Where's the other one? Um, uh, I'll respect I'll respect your pronouns when you respect my religion. <laughs> that and is one... A- that is a fascinating deal to propose. <laughs> and wait, and wait, since, and there's the last one, because we're, because we're going to be going off all night, another, again, another two hours of this episode. The last one we're going to do, is, and this is for our episode, is today, Friday, is today, Friday the 13th. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I proto <sighs> stupid ideas. You're 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 you just froze up. <laughs> oh, am I back now? You're back now. Am yeah, I back? You just you just um froze. Okay. 
Yeah, you're back. So you're back. I prototype stupid ideas. Today, I made a zip-off bathing suit with towel pant legs. Uh, and this is and this is people that are watching, listening. They're, they're valuing ten, billion ten billion dollars. <laughs> yep, I think the <laughs> this is going to be the next. This is going to be what are these people? <laughs> this is going to be the next. This is going to be part two. <laughs> this is going to be part two, and I and also and when we do definitely do our end of year episode. This is going to be. <laughs> This is going to be in that in that in that top five or top five, uh, top ten. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Okay, okay. I don't know what that was. It was horrifying, and I've had to close the website. Oh geez. Okay. Well, I don't want. We don't want to scare you anymore. Okay. Well, speaking of being scared, <laughs> I guess <laughs> finally this week. Um, now you may may or may not know about these uh, TikTok challenges. Um, there is the unlock it, unlock it, lock it challenge, the ya trick ya challenge, <laughs> or the I hate all men TikTok challenge. And yes, I have, I have to tell you that middle one. I'm yeah. definitely going to clip out and make into your ringtone. Okay. <laughs> the ya ya trick ya challenge, Rod. Yeah, trick gonna, yeah, I'm gonna make you say that if you when you call me. That's gonna be it. Oh. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so now it's the frozen honey challenge. It's basically what the uh -oh. challenge is: you're freezing a, a, a water bottle full of honey, then squeezing the contents out so long, where so as long as somewhat a solid looking shaft of golden honey <laughs> ooze out of top before we make it take a bite um this trend exploded across the app thousands of videos have been made the hashtag frozen honey has been viewed nearly 600 million times and the hashtag uh, frozen honey challenge has been viewed more than 80 million times um, there are some people that mix honey with corn syrup to make the honey less dense. There are others that have made their own concoctions of corn syrup and candy, which when frozen has a similar texture to chilled honey. Did not know that. Some people on TikTok How claim you? that after they try the honey. How, how would you know? It's so weird. How do they know? Right, which I had no idea there was a texture to that. <laughs> um, there are some people on click on TikTok claiming that after they tried the honey, they felt sick or running for the bathroom <laughs> with diarrhea. No crap. <laughs> no, lots um, of. <laughs> right. <laughs> One user wrote beneath a video of herself trying to trend, I feel sick now. Another one joked, "Be right back. Gotta get, go. Gotta get my stomach pumped." Um, part of the issue is this is from experts are saying that um, they're uh, saying this. Um, part of the issue is just how much honey that people are consuming. Um, it's not aren't a it's not a health concern. Uh, it's eating a fifth or more of a bottle can be sugar overload. 
Um, Kristen Kirkpatrick, a registered dietitian at the Cleveland Clinic, says, quote, Honey is great, but having it in small amounts of sweetened is really a healthy relationship with food and using it to get a lot of followers and a lot of attention and having excess amounts is crazy. Duh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Doesn't feel like the kind of thing you have to tell somebody. Right. So if there's, if but you know, these young days people... you have to let everybody know not to iron clothes while wearing them. So, you know, right. Right. So if you know someone that's a young person um, who's interested in doing this, um, uh, please think twice, experts are warning, as they could experience diarrhea, stomach cramping, bloating, and other adverse effects. I've got I a mean, better this warning. Is, uh, I've got a better warning it. for people. TikTok challenges are almost always dangerous. Right. There was a Tide Pod challenge. There we was... have these things happen far too frequently. They are either dangerous or inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And that's the point of them, it seems, right. half the time, is to either be dangerous or inappropriate. The right. take your underwear off without taking your shorts off thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's unbelievably un- unacceptable and mm-hmm. inappropriate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we know what whoever created that was trying to do. Right. Yeah, please. And, and if you're in please. this case, we all know that that a block of four ounces of honey is no good. That's so unhealthy. Your body is going right. to freak out. It's going to say what? Oh, don't, and it's don't don't try and eat a spoonful of cinnamon. Don't, no. don't try and eat a quarter of a bottle of frozen honey. Don't, stop being dumb. Please, please, yeah, please don't. <laughs> it's not. It, you can hurt yourself, and and God knows the, your future generations is going to hurt as well. Oh, I just that's crazy. Yeah, please don't. There's a public service announcement from me, Scott. I'm pretty much. Everybody, <laughs> anybody con- uh, capable of full thought. Exactly. Well said. All right, and with, <laughs> with that, that is the tech news for this week um, for Friday. And I put in the, the docs the sixth. Um, it's not. It's Friday, August thirteenth, twenty twenty one. Um, thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. Show notes from this episode can be found at gncweekly.com. Also, be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewscentral.com. And be sure to tune in Mondays and Thursday evenings at geeknewscentral.com slash live for the Geek News Central podcast. And then be sure to tune in, watch and tune in at gncweekly.com slash live Friday evenings, 8 p.m. Eastern time. So please be sure to like and subscribe to the GNCWIR channel on YouTube. Also, please be sure to click on the bell and always select notifications so you will not miss the next episode. Also, be sure to share this episode with people you know so they can check out the podcast also. Also, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to tune in to F5 Refreshing Technology with Scott and Abram Pilch Sunday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern time at f5live.tv slash join us 
or be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. If you have a comment on this episode, we would love to hear from them. Um, head on over to gnsweekly.com slash connect and connect via email, Twitter, or Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm at Kirk Corliss. Scott is on Twitter at Triple T M A B O. Till the next episode of GNC Week in Review. So long. Ciao.